This is the Pontiac Podcast. In this episode of the Pontiac Podcast, we explore the Yokigahara Forest. Stay to the end of the podcast when I sit down with James to discuss the making of the podcast and the inspiration for it. Imagine walking through a forest with a floor of volcanic rock, a forest so dense that all you can hear is the sound of your own breathing and the thumping of your heart. You've gone deep enough that the only thing that keeps you along your path are the bits of tape left behind by those that came before you. And not soon after, you see something. A will-of-the-wisp, a floating blue flame that beckons to you. You follow it. You follow it off the trail, deeper and deeper into the forest, into unknown territory. You follow until you trip over something. You look down to see what it is. A skull. You look up, and you see the bodies hanging among the sea of trees. Good morning, this is James, and you're listening to The Loon Landing. Today, we're going to be talking about suicide, specifically, suicide in Japan. I will discuss the history of suicide in Japan, the way it is viewed, the mythology surrounding spirits that are left behind in the afterlife, as well as the most popular suicide spot in Japan, and the second most popular in the world, Aokigahara Forest. Aokigahara is world-renowned for its beautiful landscapes and dark history. It is located near Mount Fuji in Japan. As mentioned before, the forest floor is all volcanic rock. And this rock is supposedly so rich with iron that it can mess with cell service, GPS, and compasses. And it is insanely quiet. A visitor once described the silence as chasms of emptiness. I cannot emphasize enough the absence of sound. My breath sounded like a roar. Now, putting all that aside, I would now like to discuss the history of suicide in Japan. Now, unlike many other cultures in the world, committing suicide in Japan is considered taking responsibility for your actions. An example of how suicide was used like this in Japan is the ritual of seppuku, which is whenever a samurai has been dishonored and will stab himself in the stomach while another samurai cuts off his head. Perhaps one of the reasons that Aokigahara is such a popular spot for suicide, it is said to be haunted by Japanese ghosts called yurei. Yurei are often depicted dressed in white, with black hair, or as hitodama, which are will-of-the-wisps. There are five main types of yurei. Onryo, vengeful ghosts from purgatory. Ubume, who are mothers who died at childbirth, but come back in order to take care of children and give them sweets. Goryo, which are vengeful ghosts from an upper class. Funayure, which are ghosts who died at sea. And Jibakure, which are ghosts bound to a certain place. Now, Aokigahara is known for being haunted by yurei, but which kinds? It is quite possible that they would be the Onryo, or the Goryo, which are both vengeful ghosts, or 
the Jibakure, who are bound to a certain place. The Yure in Eohigahara are said to lure those who are sad and lonely off the path and to their death. Another rather disturbing part of Eohigahara's history is the practice of Ubasute. Now this is whenever someone would carry an old woman up a mountain or into a forest and leave them there to die. It was a form of euthanasia. And so it may be the ghosts of those who were left behind who haunt Eokigahara. Most suicides take place at the end of the fiscal year in Japan, which I don't think is a coincidence, because, as we know, in Japan it is considered taking responsibility for your actions when you commit suicide. So I believe it is the people who have done poorly in the fiscal year who often commit suicide. The fame of Eohigahara Forest has spawned two films, The Forest and The Sea of Trees, neither of which I have seen or have heard good reviews. Well, this brings us to the end of today's podcast. This is James, and you're just about done listening to The Loon Landing. Today, I'm going to end with the number for a Canadian suicide hotline. The number is... 1-833-456-4566. Thank you all for listening. This has been The Loon Landing. Good night. Welcome, James. We just listened to your podcast about uh, Aoki Gahara Forest. A wonderful podcast. Uh, Why did you choose such a topic? Such a dark topic, too. Well, I've always been interested in uh, Japanese folklore and culture, and my brother actually told me about one of the movies that I mentioned, uh, The Sea of Trees, and so that's kind of what pulled me in and why, why I decided to make this. Did you watch the film? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, but you heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, interestingly enough, after you made your podcast, um, everyone was talking about this for us because of Logan Paul um, and uh, his shenanigans there. Uh, any thoughts about that? I think what he did was incredibly disrespectful, and he's I, I, I don't like talking about him because he just makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, on, on the other side, I think your podcast was very respectful of um, uh, of the topic. Uh, any advice for someone making uh, a podcast? Well, you, I find that you should be very uh, patient when you're making it, especially if it's your first time like me, because I barely touch my computer normally, and this, this project was completely done on a computer and I really enjoyed the whole aspect of editing but it took a long time to get used to <laughs> yeah more than you anticipated yeah for sure uh, what were some of your strategies for pulling your your listeners into the podcast well the way I started was with like the uh, the story that I told about walking through the forest but I kept it vague intentionally so you didn't really know until like the very end what was going on and that's how I think I draw people in yeah, nice. Uh, wonderful work, uh, James, and, and thank you for um, tackling uh, an interesting topic. Thank you.